good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. That depends entirely on you. I'm the Meatball. Haven't been with you in a little bit. This is just a, a little interview I did with a gentleman I know who knows a little bit about crypto. It was recorded back in February, so some of the numbers may be off. I'll be back doing shows in April. Uh, looking for some of your comments on the Will Smith slap for Wednesday's podcast. But enjoy this uh, short take. I'll call it a meatball sub. Remember, you can always get in touch with the meatball at email meatballs for america all lowercase the number four at yahoo.com or via phone 1-307-363-2669 on the what say you hotline listen in chime in let me know what you think Alrighty, so uh, we're going to go with my friend Ryson Beans on the line. He's just a regular guy who's kind of into cryptocurrency. I know absolutely nothing about cryptocurrency uh, at all. I know it's a, an interesting field. I know there's a lot of money to be made in it. So we're going to ask him some questions. Uh, Ryson Beans, welcome to the Meatballs for America podcast. It's going to be exciting talking to you. Thanks for coming on. My man, Meatball, how are you? I'm very good. Yourself? Wonderful. Let's talk crypto. Let's talk crypto. First of all... Like I said, I know nothing on a scale from one to ten. I am a one. A ten is a know-it-all. So I know that Bitcoin's crypto. That's about the extent of my cryptocurrency knowledge. What would you grade yourself? Uh, I, I'll go myself right in the middle, like five. I mean, some days I think I know more. I'll say six, and then some days I'll think I'm a moron. I'll say four. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, believe me, there's some days I think I'm a genius, and there's some days I'm lucky I could tie my shoes. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, but I, I would probably, what would you say? I would say most of that, most people are probably about a two or three. Not uh, There's only, I think, a, a niche of people who really know stuff about this. What do you think? I, I agree. I agree with that, that statement. I would say most people are probably about maybe even a one or two because a lot of people don't like it, including my wife and several other people but that I know. But I also know several other people that are that have made millions on it, so. Well, we're going to get into those some. Those are very far and few between. Yeah, we're we're going to go over some numbers that I, that I looked up that were just amazing. And like I said, I don't even know them. I'm basically regurgitating them because I read them within an hour of this phone call. So, but anyway, what exactly is cryptocurrency? It's uh, basically a form, uh, a way to get things. Uh, it's digital currency. It's not real paper like cash is. Um, so it's digital currency. You can use it almost all around the world now. And there's a country, I, I do believe it's El Salvador that now has made, um, Bitcoin, it's a legal tender. So now to, to, you know, buy and sell things, you know, they're using Bitcoin as their legal tender and paying their people in it. I would imagine it, huh? Yep. Yep. These are, they're, I mean, you know, I think we talked about this before, um, but athletes nowadays are really getting into crypto. Like a lot of them, like when people start to cryptocurrencies, a lot of these athletes are some of their like spokesmen to draw certain people. Uh, there was a little while back, uh, Tom Brady gave a uh, football that a fan got accidentally. He gave like $60,000 worth of crypto of uh, Bitcoin. I was, I was and, actually going to go to that. I said, I think uh, Tom Brady, the guy who caught his, I don't know. This is five hundred touch. It was a big pass that the receiver yeah. happened to throw into the stands, and he gave yep. he gave him some Bitcoin. Yep, yep. Um. So, but now it's also kind of like a stock, though, too, because you could buy and sell it on the market, right? And it fluctuates price yep. wise. 
Uh, the, yeah, but the big difference with from stock to cryptocurrency is that cryptocurrency is 24-7. So it fluctuates every minute, every hour of the day, Christmas. There's no stopping with cryptocurrency. You know, it's all digital. It's all, you know, and, you know, you'll get into, we can get into blockchains, but blockchains is basically um, what, you know, they're built on. And, you know, a lot of them are on the Ethereum blockchain, which is like second right behind Bitcoin as far as cryptocurrencies are concerned. I mean, Bitcoin and Ethereum control like 60% of the crypto market. So as they go, all the other coins go. Yep. So if Bitcoin goes, skyrockets and goes high, then the, all the other coins follow. And if they go in the toilet, all the other ones go in the toilet. But we're in a bear market now. Everything is down and in the toilet. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what happens when you got a weak guy in the office. But that's, that's that, for another right day. You're right about that. You're right about that. <laughs> well, just, just to go over a few numbers. Uh, I'm looking now. I looked it up, and it looks like currently one Bitcoin cost $40,878.69. That sounds about right. Yep, I can actually go into uh, here and give you like updates. Well, that is that is actually up to date because I have it up in front of me. And when I originally took my notes for the show, it was forty thousand nine hundred and thirty-three. So, so it actually lost sixty bucks since I took my notes an hour ago. Wow, that's crazy. And and you know what? If uh, I have the Coinbase app, which is like where where one of the apps you can buy cryptocurrency, Mm -hmm. like um, so when I'm and I have a watch list, and Bitcoin is at the top of my watch list. Bitcoin and Ethereum are in the green, and as I told you, they control a lot of market, and uh, and the trends are with all the other ones. Everything else that's on my uh, watch list is also in the green. Well, now, so anyway, it's forty thousand eight hundred. Uh, I actually just lost another seven dollars uh, for one Bitcoin now. Uh, in October, which is around the time uh, Tom Brady gave that guy uh, some Bitcoin, I don't remember what he gave him, but it was. Over sixty-five thousand dollars for one Bitcoin, I believe. Mm-hmm. And when it began about ten years ago, you get a two hundred and fifty for a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's about right. So that first that's that's what a a few of my friends got into it and bought like uh, hundreds. And you can you can imagine, yep. like I have a I have a thirty-two year old friend that does not work anymore because of Bitcoin because he bought so much of Bitcoin. What I read is if you bought $1,000 worth day one, that's like $17 million today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's true with a lot of other cryptocurrencies. Like, you know, but... uh, What's a cheap little one right now that you could get a good bit for 1000 bucks that has a shot to go up? Do you think? uh, Well, see, here's the thing. You're going to have to email me that because I don't have a pen in my hand right now. (laughs) Okay, no, that's not a problem. But, I mean, personally, I believe, like, there's a, a few sleeping giants out there. If you can get in on the ground floor, like the first day or the first weekend that they come be, become available, you got a shot to make millions in like less than a year and 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 only purchase like a thousand dollars worth. I mean, you know, the rule of thumb is do not invest what you're you're not willing to lose. Yeah, it's just so, like gambling. It's a gamble. Uh yeah, it, I mean it is, but it's also very volatile. So you, you gotta I mean listen. Like I, I mean, I bought a crypto. I made fifty percent profit on it, and you know, if I bought it at the peak, I would have made seventy percent profit. But if I knew that, I probably wouldn't be, you know, doing what I do now for a living. <laughs> but you know, that's just the way the crypto market is. Like, I think a sleeping giant in the crypto market right now is Saitama. Saitama. Uh, How do you can you spell that for my listeners? S A I T A M A. Saitama in you coin. It's um, it's it's one of the meme coins. But um, they have a lot of backing. 
Uh, just kind of like Saitama Inu, Dogecoin Inu, Shiba Inu. Those are all like meme coins. Um, they're like the middle ground, you know, not the not the top level and not the no, bottom level. No, they're actually not the top level, but. Like certain coins are available on um, certain exchanges, mm-hmm. and some of them you have to buy through um, another exchange through Uniswap. Um, so, and a lot of them are very difficult to buy, which is why a lot of uh, why a lot of people sometimes do not get into them because when they're hard to buy, uh, people just say, "I'll oh, forget it; it's not worth it." When in reality, like for example, let me just give you uh, like Saitama again. I think is a sleeping giant. Shiba Inu now is a little bit more known, but if you bought $100 worth of Shiba Inu when it first came out, it'd be worth $5 million today. And how old is that? Shiba Inu is over a year, year and a half old now. But you can make but it. They, I mean, wow. these coins come out all the time. Like Elon Musk, you know, he talks about coming out with a new coin, probably the Tesla coin, but he's a big advocate of Dogecoin, which, you know, Dogecoin is only like, I don't know, probably 20 cents or something. I don't know. I could look it up right now, real quick, but it's it's not a lot. Um, well, but if he's you backing know, it. That would me to to me. That sounds like something I would want to get into. Because he, he, you would think. I mean, when he, when he made an announcement on a uh, on uh, Saturday Night Live, it hit its peak at like seventy five cents, and a lot of people were like, "Oh my gosh, let's buy this!" And people, you know, they go through FOMO, which is fear of missing out. That's the mm-hmm. term that they use a lot. Um, you know, and that was at seventy five cents or something. And a lot of people bought it then. Now it's like, I mean, I'm just looking at it right now. It's at 13 cents. Yeah, he probably, uh, but lot, he probably unloaded it at 70. He probably bought it at 8, set it on Saturday Night Live, yeah, and the yeah. next day unloaded yeah. it at 70. Uh, you know, and that happens a lot with a lot of these coins. Is like when they have uh, some big exposure, um, when when a lot of people buy, it's actually, when I, uh, it's actually a good time to sell because usually it, it hits a peak at that time. You can sell it at that peak and then, when it dips, uh, you know, again, you can buy back into it because you've already made a nice profit. But yeah, well, um, I, I mean, it works. It's to me, it sounds exactly like the stock market, only with a basically a liquid currency because you could also spend what you invested in, which is amazing. Yep. And how yep. far does it break down? Like, do people actually do fifteen dollar transactions in Bitcoin? Because it would be like point zero 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 zero. Or is it mostly can, big transactions? Uh, you, no, you can't. I mean, uh, like, I'll, I mean, how many people have forty thousand dollars to buy one Bitcoin? So, like, a lot of exchanges now. And I'll, I'll just use this one for exa- uh, one exchange, Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Coinbase is probably one of the world's most recognized exchanges, and they're a little pricey with uh, their fees. However, if you want some security, se- the security of Coinbase is un- unmatched because they are the only exchange, to my knowledge, that have never been hacked. Um, I just saw um, last year in 2021, hackers are really big into like stealing money, a lot of crypto, a lot of cryptocurrency. $7.7 billion were hacked in cryptocurrency. Um, but, but that's what I was going to ask you next because it's it, it's there. Um, I have family members in the computer industry. Uh, I played some uh, online poker for a while when PokerStars was first, its first run in the U.S., uh, I never played real big stakes because I have a family member who's in the computer. She said, look, that information's stored somewhere. He says, if I took two weeks, I'd find it, and I'd be able to see everybody's cards on the table when I was playing. So I took that to heart. So I played like one cent, two cent, two cent, five cent, never more than a $5 tournament. Because I'm like, if you're going to rob that from me, you need it a hell of a lot more than me. Right. But um, you, I don't know. Are you familiar with online poker at all? I don't know what you know yes. about poker. Do you ever uh, hear of Pot Ripper? 
we're going to go off on tangent a little bit, but sometimes you got to tell entertaining stories. Have you ever heard of no. Pot Ripper? No. Okay, go on YouTube and Google Pot Ripper. He actually won uh, an, uh, a World Series of poker. I think it was 92. I'm not correctly sure. Hamilton was his last name. He was in, uh, I believe it was Absolute Poker, and he had a, this golden key thing where he could see everybody's hand. And somebody was playing him in a tournament, and uh, you can actually get the hand histories after a tournament. And you could see what everybody's cards were. Well, this guy knew something was up. And he looked at him, this Russ Hamilton. He was like raising people with a 10 high when they had a 6 high and folding kings against aces. I mean, so, uh, well, so he got exposed. But you I could see his that. whole yeah. tournament. You could just see. I mean, it's obvious he knew what was going on because he would make an unbelievable call and then make the greatest lay down in the history of poker. Yeah, he um, developed a program where he can see the other people's cards. I do remember that. Well, no, he didn't. He was he was an executive, and they had had these master keys when it was in development. Well, his master key was never shut off, so he was able to see them all. So, yeah, it was, it, it was a crazy <laughs> event. But what I was going to get into is because it's computerized, A, the hacking, they can steal it just like that, but I would think that would be traceable. But then again, you find these hacks. They can make a call from your basement, and you think they're calling from Uganda. Um, right. But how about as far as uh, uh, what's it called when you make fake money? Counterfeit, counterfeiting. Can a good hack counterfeit and suddenly be paying you with fake Bitcoin? Uh, Is there any instances you know of that that uh, you know of? I'm I'm gonna say no, not, especially with Bitcoin. I mean, of course, anything is possible. But like, um, okay, so the counterfeit to me. Here, here's how hackers to me get it, get involved with your account. So let's just say you have uh, crypto one, two, three, four, and five, mm -hmm. and you have them on your Coinbase wallet, which is separate from Coinbase. Okay. Now, coin, now crypto number six pops up and it just says ABC, right? Mm -hmm. You know that you only have crypto one through five. Crypto six is something that you did not purchase and you know you didn't purchase it. A lot of people don't know this, but they'll click on to to crypto six and that hack once you click on it, the hacker immediately gets access to, to that to, to, to your, one, your two, wallet. Three, four, five. Exactly. And then that's how you know they go in and they get all your money. So um, one of my friends told me a long time ago that got me into Saitama, he actually said, Listen, so once you get into whatever exchange you want to buy it from, you're gonna you might see other, you know, uh cryptocurrencies that are there that you did not purchase he said do don't ever click on it because that's a hacker trying to get into um you know your your system Have and you sometimes you get in... oh yeah oh, so oh yeah so I... this is prevalent oh absolutely yeah i mean i'm going to my coinbase wallet right now i'll tell you like i have uh saitama helsing inu and bazogi earth and ethereum in my coinbase wallet which is separate from coinbase but also in my wallet is abshiba.com key7.net xres.org i've never ever purchased any of that and you know how else they get you yeah they'll yeah. they'll put like an, an, an obscene amount in those those accounts so you can click on it. oh i have a hundred thousand dollars in that account like well, that, no that's, that's never the question i was just going to ask you does the dollar amount show on the outside where before you click or you got to click to see it uh no you can you can see it on the outside 
You yeah, because that's what they did. They put $100,000 here. Yeah, you want to click one and say, oh, I got to empty this yeah. out before they take yeah, it back. You see your, yeah, you see your total balance. Like, say I have like $10,000 in, in my crypto account, and all of a sudden it's $110,000 because Crypto Some... 6 now put $100,000 into it, and all of a sudden, oh, wait, what the heck is this? And people want to see it, and boom, they click it, and boom, they get hacked. Well, so, Listeners, yeah. listen to that. If you didn't buy it, don't touch it. Exactly. So now, do you know anything about NFTs? I am going to speak with somebody on NFT. Non-fungible tokens. I, I don't know much about about them. I you know I kind of stay away from the stuff that I you know haven't researched myself just because there's so much to learn about each and every uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then all the rest. And that's how people talk about it: Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then all the rest. Because that's truthfully, like I said, they they control sixty percent of the market. Yeah, do you but, think these two? Because you remember, like at MySpace was the first big online social media page yeah i remember well, actually it was probably aol online aol america online but then you know myspace was when you really had your own personal page and was huge yeah and then facebook just blew it away do you think like bitcoin and ethereum are always going to be there or do you think they're like this myspace and one of these is suddenly going to be the facebook and blow it all out of the water uh, not in our lifetime bitcoin is so far ahead of everybody else and ethereum you know, some people said Ethereum may be taking over Bitcoin, but I have a friend, um, I, um, I mean, he won't mind me mentioning his name. Yeah, but, don't, uh, no, you don't have to, if you, just in case. I'm not sure what all the laws are and stuff with mentioning people. Okay. So just call I have a friend, friend a, a. <laughs> I have a friend who's a hedge fund manager, and he said that um, uh, he lives in Puerto Rico now, and he said that a lot of... Uh, the people in Puerto Rico think that Bitcoin's going to overtake gold. And I was like, wait, what? And to be honest with you, that's part, that's some stuff that I have to research. Cause I'm like, well, what do you mean it's going to overtake gold? It's not gold, tangible. Gold. How can it? It's, you know, you know what it, it, it's, you know, once Bitcoin came out, everybody's like so afraid to get involved in it because people are like, Oh, why do you want to put a thousand dollars into it? Like, you know, but you know, if you take a leap of faith and if you don't have a problem losing a thousand dollars, You'd be a rich man right now. Seventeen and you million can, dollars. That you can, awesome. and you know what? You can say that about a lot of different currencies. But for every one currency that's out there that could be the one that could make you a millionaire uh, overnight, there's a hundred other ones that are are ones that you know here today, you, you going see. tomorrow. Exactly, and and those are called rug. Well, some of them are some of them are called rug pools where they're like I'm not gonna say they're they're fake currencies because you know they they made the current they made the, the the, the, the crypto the uh, coin, yeah, but like the ABC coin, they could you know try to get they'll, they'll say there's a hundred million, a hundred quadrillion tokens available, and it's the launch date is let's say this weekend, so they they'll get like a hundred thousand dollars of people that buy into it, and all of a sudden it's not available anymore. That's called a rug pool. People, the, the people that design that coin would just take the money and run, run. and that's part of the game. Unfortunately, now, it's very coin. very volatile. Bitcoin. I wouldn't recommend people wanting to get in investing to do crypto first. Just wouldn't. But now with you Bitcoin, know? when they originally came out 10 years ago, they made so many coins or tokens, right? And that's it. Mm -hmm. They'll never make more. Usually when a coin comes out, they uh, um, so that's called your circulating supply. Um, once you come out with a coin, I don't know how Bitcoin did it initially because they were the first to ever do it. But Saitama, for example, they have like 100 quadrillion coins um, available. 
and then there's something called a burn mechanism. So, and what that burn mechanism does is it helps uh, uh, take some of the coins out of circulation. When you take the coins out of circulation, it brings up the price of the coin, which is good. And uh, Saitama, like a lot of other people, they have some burn mechanisms in place where when you buy and sell, 2% comes off the top and gets burned, meaning it comes out of circulation, which in turn brings up the price. Saitama actually, I love Saitama just because they actually uh, have their own exchange now called Cytomask, and you can actually purchase it through Cytomask. It's, I'm not going to say it's revolutionary because Bitcoin to me is the revolutionary ones that came out with it. Um, but I mean, there's a few of them that I like, but you know, obviously Bitcoin, one of them, Ethereum, Saitama, those are my top three. Well, now, I mean, now, didn't somebody rob somebody once by selling actual coin versions of Bitcoin and they were worthless? Was that oh, I'm sorry. Sure I had read. Listen, like I said, it's $7 billion have been hacked. You're going to hear so many stories about like people getting robbed, people getting rich. You know, they're, they're all over the place, especially with cryptocurrency. It's not the brick and mortar type place, you know, like, and there's like, you, people don't even know who invented Bitcoin. It's like, maybe it's a group of investors. Maybe it's this Japanese guy in Japan or Tokyo or well, That's uh, what I was going to ask. China. Is this one personal event? Does anybody even know who invented it? Nobody, no, no, it's, it's not, it's not in stone the, that nobody knows who invented it. I mean, if you like, you know, if you did the research about you who can find out. Bitcoin, they're not 007 James Bond hiding it, but they're not public. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's one thing we both can be sure of that the guy that started it is very wealthy. Because I got got to imagine if they got a burn mechanism, that's who gets the burn amount. (laughs) Then money's got to go somewhere. I I don't know because, like, you know, that kind of came into play, like, you know, a little bit later. So, like, you know, and Bitcoin's in a class by itself. Again, even way ahead of Ethereum. Like you said, you know, Bitcoin is $40,000. And you look at Ethereum, and Ethereum's like probably just three thousand dollars. Well, so now, how do you you just own it in digital transactions? I mean, I, that? Uh, you just own it in digital transactions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're very easy to buy and sell. Well, I I, I know that, but but I, I'm because to me, when you buy something, you should have something. That's what confuses me, and there really isn't something here. So I don't understand how they say they got one quadrillion tokens when there really ain't even a token. And it's, well, again, it's digital tokens, and it's the, what's available to purchase. So, just like an investment, like you buy Tesla stock uh, for five hundred bucks. Once it goes to a thousand, you know, some people might want to sell it and take take a five hundred dollar profit. And that, you know, Bitcoin and all the other coins are, you know, very similar in that aspect. I, where, I understand that, know, but when you buy stock in Tesla, you got a corporation whose performance. Yes, raises or lowers that stock. Right, it's good. I, I, I don't know. There ain't a business called Bitcoin. It's just a Bitcoin. I, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's. I guess because I, I, I have experience in the finance field, so understanding a, a, a new money, for lack of a better term, is, is tough for me. Uh, you know, it's tough for me too because I, I heard about Bitcoin back then, and I was like, "What are you crazy?" I don't, yeah, what, what are, people no? used to talk about it. I'm like, ah, "Yeah, you can make." You can make quick money, but anytime you make that quick money, that means it's fake and it's going to go away, like Bernie Madoff. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I, you know, if we could all turn back time, we'd all be in Facebook and Google and all the other ones first. But, you know, yeah, the, or Apple way, or any of that. This is the way, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. This is the wave of the future right now, cryptocurrency. And <laughs> 
Well, we are gonna we're gonna work on that at rice and beans. I really enjoyed our conversation. I need you to email me uh, some of those names, some of that stuff. Sure. Uh, anybody have any questions? You could also email me. The email address is meatballs for America. It's all lowercase with the number four, not the word at yahoo.com. Meatballs for America at yahoo.com. You could also leave voicemails at 307-363-2669. That's the what say you hotline. Rice and beans, uh, you got anything else you wanna give us? Or let us know on this crypto, or you want to give us any opinions on uh, how many lies you think Joe Biden will tell tomorrow night in his state. <laughs> well, well, yeah, when he opens his mouth, that's a lie. Yeah, uh, the over-under is 1160. I'm taking double the overs. <laughs> only because I'm a big site time holder, I got to give a nice little howl for the wolf pack. <laughs> All righty. Rice and beans, I enjoyed our conversation. Guys, uh, thank you for listening in. That's the end of this conversation. We're going to move into our next segment later. All righty. Hope you enjoyed that interview. I will be back Wednesday with a full episode. Uh, looking to talk a little bit about the slap and looking to talk about our failure vice president and our failure president. This has been The Meatball. Please feel free to leave me any of your comments on the What Say You hotline, one 307 363-2669 or via email that would be meatballsforamerica at yahoo.com currently I'm suspended on Twitter for uh, suggesting that Will Smith should slap Joe Biden so uh, can't, can't check me out there right now have a good one microphone off